You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting, Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. Smart listeners, do you want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself? Would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising? It's easy. Call 858-848-6186. Advertise your business on the airways with the LUTG radio show. 858-848-6186. There's brand new listeners daily, and this ad is sponsored by LUTGradio.com. That number again is 858-848-6186. And by the way, you're listening, aren't you? Glory God. My name is Kathy Watson. This is the LUTG Radio Show. That stands for Let Us Thank God Radio. So let's open up prayer, giving God thanks. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you, Lord, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Jehovah, for you are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. You are our grace and our strength, our peace and our hope. Lord God, you are our salvation. Salvation is unto you and the Lamb of God that sits at your right hand. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, for thou art worthy. All praise and honor and glory be unto your name, Lord God. Without you, Lord God, there would be no us. You considered us, O Lord God, every step of the way. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the, the desire to worship you and to thank you. And to be like you, Lord God. To live a life that is holy unto you just the way Jesus did. That you, Lord God, may be glorified through us, Lord God. That we may be a blessing to you, Lord God. And not a hindrance. We thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, may our every step honor you, Lord God. Our every word, Father. In the name of Jesus, Lord God. Speak through me today that the people may hear and understand what it is that you would have for us to um, have knowledge of today. In the name of Jesus, Father, thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. The name of today's show is called You Are an Alpha. The name of today's show is called You Are an Alpha. Amen. Glory to God. We're going to kick it off with how this all began. The book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 27, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air, those are birds, and over the cattle and over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female, he, them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be full and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Wow. See, this is the first instance of duplication. God put power in the body of man when he told man, both male and female, to go and have sex, 
He gave you permission to have sex in a marriage and to make more man in the image of God, faith, upright, and just. Because they were faith, upright, and just. They were without sin. Go make more of you, which is made in my image, and fill the earth with my image. This is what he said. That was the command that God gave to Adam and to Eve. Go make more of me. Do you understand what kind of power that is? That is some absolute power. Remember how Jesus multiplied the fish? And when he multiplied the fish, he lifted it up to God and he prayed. You're found in uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 14, verse 19, which says, And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the grass, and he took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and brake and gave the loaves to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. Now check this out. He lifted, he lifted this food up, right, and lifted up to heaven, and then he brought it back to himself. So he lifted it up, brought it back to himself, and started breaking it. And he just believed that it would continue to break and to multiply as many times as he would have it to be done so that every person would eat not only just one time, but as much as they wanted to eat. So when God told Adam and Eve, go forth and multiply, that he said, go forth and make as many as need to be made to fill this whole earth. And don't worry about how long it'll take or what will happen or what you'll have because everything will be provided for you. Don't worry about you don't need a doctor to give birth to a baby because I am here with you. Remember, she gave birth to a baby without a doctor. Eve gave birth to a baby without a doctor. She didn't need an epidural. She gave birth to a baby without a doctor. His intent was for her to have a baby without a doctor the entire time. She only got pain when she sinned. And the curse, the pain was the curse of disobeying. So before Adam and Eve sinned, birthing was easy. I ain't going to say it was just like, boop, I don't know. But it was pain free. Birthing was pain free. And so when we go back to where and the reason why why we're doing this is because sometimes we don't know what our identity is. And we hear things like, Oh, you're not an alpha dog. You're not the apex. You're not a real go getter. You are not an alpha. And I say to myself, Well, I beg to differ. In this world, we can we hear the definitions of alpha. It's the first letter of the alphabet. We hear it as the closest structure of an organic molecule to a particular group or atom. We hear it as socially dominant, especially in a group of animals or people. But we we often forget that Jesus is the alpha and the omega the lord is the alpha and the omega he made us and he told us to be dominant he told us to go and make a thing when we read in uh, the book of revelations 
it talks about in the first chapter. It says in verse 7, it says, Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. Jesus' testimony was in verse 7 and 8. And he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the Almighty. So if any is number one, it would be the Lord. Anybody is number one, it would be the creator, right? But check this out. The Lord is so mighty that he don't even count himself because he's the creator. He's not limited to any number. He's the creator. But he said in Genesis, that man in our image, in our own image, let us make man in our own image. And then he prophesy over us. Go, you're going to control this whole, whole earth. In Revelations 10 and uh, verse 1, 10 to 12, it says, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha, the first and the last. What thou seest write in a book sent out to the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pegamos, Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spake to me, and being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. God is constantly telling us that he is the Alpha and the Omega. God, the Alpha and the Omega, as he is, so are we. As he is, so are we. The Lord is the Alpha and the Omega. The Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. He is just. He is upright. He is true. Just the way we're supposed to be. In Revelation 21 and 5, he says, And he that upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. That's us. And he said unto me, write, for these words are true and faithful. And he said unto me, it is done. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is at thirst that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely he that overcometh shall inherit all things and i will be his god and he shall be my son god is talking about us 
He is the Alpha and the Omega, and we are made in his image. We are not last. We are not behind. We are made in his mirror image. In James 19, 1 through, uh, James 19, chapter 1, verses uh, 19, so it's James chapter 1, verses 19 through 25, it says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. That is the very nature of God. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness, and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save your souls. You will come to find out that men will begin to dog out those that love them because they met something semi-new and decide, I want to press against this thing because it is semi-new and it seems to be a worldly alpha, meaning famous and or rich. So that is maybe pleasing to the eyes of the other naughty and sin-filled, sin-practicing persons. They will throw away their wives of 20 years for something that looks shiny. They will throw away their husbands of 10 and 15 years for something that looks shiny. It's olive oil. It's lotion on a bunch of pecs and muscles and abs. It's a shiny car. It's lots of money. But the holder of those things are miserable. And this is how you know they're miserable. They're trying to take the spouse of another. There is no greater sign than misery than someone that would go and take the spouse of another because in their heart they believe that they are not deserving of the blessings of the Lord that said I give you a spouse of your own you don't have to share adultery is a sin fornication is sin it's filthy it's naughty It will not save your soul. Verse 22 says, so verse 21 again says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your souls. But be ye doers of the word, not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. You cannot just pick up the word when it is good for you and it looks good in front of a couple of believers or some maybe some people that are not as well off as you are. Or maybe you're with your peers and they just as rich as you are, but they are saved or they need a word. And so you'll pick it up so that you can, you know, sponge them off a little bit. And get them cool, meaning help them to, to forget about their problems and believe just a little bit that they can get over to the other side. 
and then you put it back down again because now all of a sudden something shiny has just walked past your eyes and all your senses is all kicked up and it's ready to release it's all happy and jumping Woo-hoo! until the next new thing comes along and then the next new thing comes along and then the next new thing you you get what i'm saying right and so then you begin to tell the the people that have been around you all this time supporting you building you up telling yes you can you tell them like any good politician yo man i'm going in another direction all right cool look you know what when you get into town hit me up you know we can hang out a little bit you casting them off to the side you saying something nice in front of everybody else but that person and you already know you done with them because they don't exceed your visual perception of what everybody else thinks that you should have or be with and they like you know what i was with you in the beginning i'm gonna let you do your thing I'm going to be here. I got I got me to take care of and I got my family to to bless and to be a blessing for. And so this person has been with you this whole time. They're going to let you go do your thing. They're going to let you do it because they know you're going to be back. But now they have to decide whether or not they're going to be bothered with you. Now they know that they're going to treat you the way Jesus loves the church. They're going to love you like that. But they're like, yo, you know what, man? I'm kind of tired of him acting like that. They talking to God. God, I'm tired of them acting like that. I'm, I'm, man, with them. You know what I'm saying? That's my boy. That's my boy. I'm with them. And, and God is telling you, well, don't worry about how they treat you. Because how he treats you ain't really none of your business. That's my business. I'm going to get them. You chill out. I'm going to get them. And so this applies to whether it is a spouse or a friend. Whether it's a mother or a father, a brother or a sister, because it's a relationship. And God says, don't you worry about what they're doing. I'm going to get them. I'll go get them. I want you to stay before me and stay in faith. I want you to look right at me. You start feeling like you want to be all down on yourself. Look right at me. Matter of fact, don't take your eyes off of me. I'm your God, Jesus is like. I'm your God. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I want you to look right at me. Every time he starts saying something crazy, yo, I love you. And all the time you saying I love you, I want you to look right at me. Straight through him, but I want you to look right at me. Right at me. When you look at him, look for me. When you look at her, look for me look right at me because this little thing that they got is a pride thing and i already told them that pride comes before the fall and i don't want you to be in sin when i come because if you are in sin when i come i'm gonna leave you here because that tells me that you didn't care enough to live a life that is holy unto me. You didn't care enough to be kind to those around you. To love them the way I love the church. Since you love what the world thinks so much, I'm going to leave you right here. 
I'm going to leave you right here. Verse 23. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, and not a doer, he is like unto a man holding his natural face a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. You know what that means, right? That means a person lost his identity. You know how people you say, you know, you you're in the hood, you're in the neighborhood. Now your the hood normally refers to something bad, but honestly, it's just neighborhood. But you're around the people that you grew up and they keep you humble, right? They know you they let you know, look, man, when you being flighty and when you know, they be like, Look, take it down a peg, you you know, you you doing too much. You ain't even gotta do all that. People hear you. You know what I'm saying? When people start screaming and yelling, they ain't really got a reason to scream and yell. They're just talking down to people. But, you know, your family, your friends be like, you know, take that down a little bit. You know, we right here. You ain't got to be talking like, you ain't got to talk to us like that. And so your family, friends, uh, uh, talk to you. They'll tell you the truth, right? Because we're supposed to correct one another, right? And so what that means is, this person forgot who he was. He forgot he was saved. He forgot that he was made in the image of the Most High God. He couldn't even remember. That's like a person with amnesia. They see their face, but they don't really recognize it. They see their face, but they can't tell you what their name is. They see their face, but they're like, what do I do again? Who am I? What am I supposed to? What? Completely gone. Every memory and every utterance of who they were completely gone. And what happened was they went and hung out in sin. And a lot of people like to sin and get drunk because they say it makes me forget. That's right. It makes them forget who they were. They look in the mirror and they have forgotten exactly who they were. Verse 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty... And continue it therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deed. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridled, bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. To visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Not everybody is able to do that. But here's a here's a real world example. I'll just say real world. A commonplace example. Now you aren't supposed to visit the fatherless. That's children and widows. Bless them as you're able to. But here's something. Call your mama. Call your daddy. You you living off living wherever you live in, but they would like to hear from you, I mean, at least once a week. Call them, just say, hey, I was just thinking about you. Because remember, they are older than you, older than you, and some of them are two times older than you. So the chances of them living much longer goes down because they get 120 years. But you're so busy worried about what things look like and so busy thinking that you look like a punk, meaning a worthless person, and not the alpha in the eyes of the people in your fabulous circle 
that you don't want to call your your family because you know you look like a chump you need mommy that don't make you a chump that just makes you smart it makes you it makes you wise the lord is the alpha man is made in the image of god and what we got to be clear about is sin is not our friend sin is our enemy so we got to keep our mind focused so we go around we you go around you get drunk you do drugs you get high you go and have sex with, with as many people as possible so you can forget about your lost love but you still don't forget you end up getting somebody pregnant and now you got 21 years of somebody that you never really intended to be with but you gotta be with them because of this baby and you love the baby but you could do without the other person have i hit it and then some of you like well i just wanted to have sex i didn't really want to have a baby but you don't want to marry the person you just want to you want to invite them into fornication but they already told you they're not for fornication they don't want to fornicate because it is against god and they're asking you to give god your heart just trust god with your heart trust god with your heart but instead you you're lying to the one that you 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 love we'll we'll say this you've been married to them for 20 years or you just met somebody you've been with them for like a year or two you're lying to them whoever they are and you're trying to invite them either into sex with you or sex with you and somebody else either way it's either adultery or it's fornication and it's all against god and you're really asking them i want you to give your soul to the devil is what you're saying i want you to give up your mansion in heaven i want you to give up your place beside the father because see when we are saved we sit at the right hand of the father wherever jesus is so are we we are the body of christ wherever jesus is so are we so we are required to keep our mind focused when we keep our heart when our when our heart is in focus then our mind is in focus because out of the heart the mind speaks and when our mind is focused on the things of god then our choices and our steps in life are focused your choices that you make every day are like your photographs to the body to jesus it tells jesus look this is my book in the earth it should match up with the book that you have in heaven look at this i am choosing justly just like you i hear you and i obey i hear you and i obey every choice you make is a photographic book and it should be an exact copy of the book that is in heaven that god wrote for you jesus wrote a book just for you when you make right choices because the lord helps you to make right choices when you make those right choices it will line up with what is written in the book in your book of life in heaven you feel me this is why you can't really worry about what the world thinks 
You got to go forward and tell people about Jesus. Live a life that is holy so that your life will tell people about Jesus. And then you begin to open your mouth and God will fill it so that you can use every medium possible to tell people about Jesus. And the first thing you can tell them is the Lord says that I am one with him. I am one with God. First Corinthians chapter six, verses 14 through 20 says, and God hath both raised up the Lord and will also raise up us by his own power. Know ye not that your bodies are the members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them the members of an harlot? God forbid. What? Know ye not that he which is joined to an harlot is one body? For two, saith he, shall be one flesh. But he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committeth fornication sinneth against his own body. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's your body and your spirit is God's it belongs to the Lord so if you are masturbating fornicating committing adultery a part of pornography in addiction any fruits of sin you are sinning against God. That is his body. His spirit on the inside of you. This body you got, it's on loan. You belong to the Lord God most high. I don't care what you may think that this is yours and you can put as many piercings in it as you like. You cannot. That belongs to the Lord. You think you can tattoo it up as much as you like? You cannot. That belongs to the Lord. You think you can go around and sleep with as many people as you like? You cannot. Your body belongs to the Lord. Your body and your spirit belongs to the Lord, which is why I keep telling you. These things that you do when you accept spiritual sex. From random people, you are committing a sin against your against the body that belongs to God and the spirit. You are a soul. You are a speaking spirit, and God fills your mouth. And when you say anything that he has not filled your mouth with, you are going against him. You're going against God. Spiritual sex. With someone other than your wife is a sin and it promotes demonic possession. You are not made to be filled with demons. You are made to be filled with the spirit of the Holy Ghost. 
which is the mind of God, the mind of Jesus Christ. I'm going to read off the fruits of the Spirit so you know the difference between sin and heaven and the fruits of, 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 the, of the fruits of Jesus. Now, this is in the book of Galatians chapter 5. And it's from verse uh, 16. It says, For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye are led of spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, reveling, and such like. That which I tell you for, as I have also told you in the past, that they which do these things cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Now the fruits of the Spirit. But the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such the, their no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the, with the affections with the affections and lusts. We live in the spirit. Let us walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, eating one another. God is calling us to be accountable for our actions. God is, God is calling us to live his image. We're to live God's image and not the image of this world because it's the images of the world are set forth by Satan. People walking around naked having sex in the street doing all kinds. how do i know because i used to be that i used to do that not walk around naked but fornicating i'm not telling you and saying that hey you should do this i never miss because i'm better than you i'm saved in the name of jesus i got my place heaven i went straight to jesus and i want you to have this in heaven because god already made it for you and he already has for your forgiveness. He wants you to receive your forgiveness right now. For God loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe in him not perish, but have everlasting life. Not the son of the world, but in the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's you. That was me. I got saved already. Now it's your turn. Repeat this prayer after me. If you want to be forgiven of your sins, you want to not fornicate anymore, not, not do these things that are causing you to not live a life that is holy unto the Lord, then repeat this prayer after me. God will meet you all right now. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. The blood of Jesus. Okay, let's start that over because I had an interruption there. So it goes, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. 
I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was. From this day forward, Lord Jesus, I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart, I confess with my mouth, that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in a dark place. And from this day forward, I will leave this place and share you with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Jesus loves you, beloved, 100%. Congratulations. Amen. Let me know that you got saved. Amen. It's always good to know that I'm, uh, that I'm helping somebody. Um, and also, uh, salvation is free. Amen. Salvation is free. You don't owe nobody nothing for getting saved. Amen. Um, read your Bible. Start off with the book of John, chapter 1. You'll find a couple of Bibles on Version, uh, the app. Bible Gateway app. You can get a Bible from um, any retail store outlet, and uh, just, I often refer people to the dollar store because if you know most people have a dollar, and some people don't don't have a dollar, but you got your cell phone, so you know, or you got the library, you get get that app BibleGateway.com, or you can get the app, or YouVersion.com, or get the app. All right, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for successful show for the many souls saved by the word of God. Now covered in the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, we believe you love us and receive your love. Lord, you be glorified in all the earth in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you. Amen and amen. Glory to God. You're listening to LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. Glory to God. Smart listeners, do you want to advertise your business to young go-getters like yourself? Would you like to create business leads over and over without the stress of manual advertising? It's easy. Call 858-848-6186. Advertise your business on the airways with the LUTG radio show. 858-848-6186. There's brand new listeners daily, and this ad is sponsored by LUTGradio.com. That number again is 858-848-6186. And by the way, you're listening, aren't you?